Mood.tv So yeah, Mary, how you doing? Haven't we haven't seen talked to you? I've been listening to your your podcast. It's wonderful. The music tickles me all the time. <laughs> haven't heard hide nor hair of me. Uh, nope. As in a rabbit. Animal jokes. <laughs> Animal jokes. I love. <laughs> I just propped my leg up on the bed, and like Anthony it. just did like a cooter check. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how much you had on down there, but I like that you're doing the Captain Morgan. <laughs> That glance down was not lost. Well, yeah. But I, but I also, you know. Was there fire in there? Was it sexual? Was he like, hmm? Or was he like, huh? No, I think he was probably more concerned that I wasn't flashing the camera, the Google Hangouts cam. <laughs> oh, no. I got a clear cooter shot. I got a clear shot of your bat cave to be animals related. It's funny you say bat cave because I keep showing Meredith the bat wing. I'm so sick of the bat wing. You mean like when you take your balls and you stretch them? Yep. Actually, that's actually what you're supposed to do. I do something entirely different that we won't talk about. Oh, come on. Nope. No talking about it. You can't bring up the bat wing and then say it's not the bat wing, but we're not going to talk about what the bat wing is. I'm, I'm definitely doing it wrong. What's worse than you stretching your balls out? <laughs> no, like, there's all, there's only a few things worse. Yeah, there's nothing worse. I'm not really sure what like how bat wing translates. That's just what you've called when you like he bunches his undies up and then like will use it. It's like he gives his balls a wedgie. <laughs> it's not the bat wing. <laughs> so it's like the moose, it's knuckle, the moose knuckle. The boy moose knuckle. Yeah, it's a it's a deliberate moose knuckle. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's the man's knuckle. The man's knuckle. Nice. Sick of looking at it. <laughs> Sick of looking at it. I do do it all the time. Because I don't wear pants anymore, generally. I know. None of us really do. Yeah. I have phases of the day where I'm like, all right, I'm not wearing... I, well, I usually start sans anything. I'm usually in the buff. And then I wake up and I'm like disgusted with myself because I sleep... <laughs> You know, I sweat, so I want to be not wearing things, but then I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so shirt and underwear, and then whenever I'm like, I should really wake up, which is around like 1 p.m., even though I'm working, then I put on pants, mm-hmm. yeah. and then right whenever work's done, I take the pants off again. <laughs> Greg, man, do you, do you sleep in the nude? On occasion, not all the time. I'm usually just in my skivvies anyway. Like, what? what's an occasion where you do sleep in the nude? Like, are there different... <laughs> do you know when you're going to sleep in the nude? The high holy days. No. It really just comes down to, like, when I'm climbing into bed, I'm like, well, you know what? It's one of those nights. Or, like, I'll say, um, in, our, in the new apartment down here, it's been cold the last, like, two days, but um, for some reason, like, Ruby's room, which is at the opposite side of the apartment, gets really cold mm. when we put the air conditioning on, like, colder than ours. So it's... I found that like when we're trying to keep her room at a reasonable temperature, our room sometimes gets a little mm. warm. Oh, sure. So if I'm doing that, then I'm like, well, just get in the buff. How much do you sleep in when you're not in the buff? Or is it all kinds of varieties? No, it's just my undies. Oh, just get no shirt ever. No, I don't like I don't like sleeping in a shirt. I feel like I, <laughs> I spin and move a lot, so I feel like I'm always choking myself. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I wear I put on a t shirt, I'll put on a hoodie over the t shirt. And then I have underwears and pajama, underwear and pajama pants. Yeah, I can't do that. It's too much stuff. I and I, and I put the that. hood over my head. Yeah, I can't do all that. But then you always end up like all the blankets are off of you. Correct. I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. Because you were like cloaked in blankets already. <laughs> but it's so cozy in You're there. You're in like body blankets. I only do that when I'm sick and I'm trying to sweat it out. Yeah, sure. I just, I don't know. It feels very cozy. It's always contingent upon like how drunk I am. If I'm like hammered, yeah, I know your deal. I'll be like completely naked, semi-hammered, yeah. no shirt. But otherwise, <laughs> it's 
usually like a shirt and undies. I wonder why that is. Like what goes through? I don't know. I think drunk I, just, I just am like, get it off. I'm too lazy or I'm just too drunk to like deal with anything other than like getting it off. But that's very consistent. It's like super hammered. I'm always naked. Yeah. It's just you don't want to put anything else on. Right. Do you put on? Wait, we've talked about this before, but I forget. Do you put on sleep in undies always? It's usually the ones I'm already wearing. Then why do the undies come off when you're totally hammered? I don't hammered? know. Huh. I'm and fascinated. And there was a time... <laughs> I... <laughs> so my friends got married. Um, and and it was like... Kind of... It was like an open bar situation. It was more complicated than that. But I somehow the next morning woke up and like I was wearing a shirt. But my underwear was in the toilet with all of the lasagna I had thrown up, which was also all over my bed. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that was bad. That was a rough morning. Yeah. I mean, we've all woken up in rough morning situations. (laughs) That was one of the classics of like my undies in the toilet. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, yeah, we've talked about it in here that I've woken (laughs) up with just a blanket on me on on a bathroom floor. That was one. (laughs) I also woke up with blood all over my face, just covered in blood. And vomit in the bed, and I pissed myself. Wait, where did the blood come from? So I gashed my head <gasps> on a dresser oh corner. Oh my gosh. And <sighs> I remember, the last thing I remember before passing out, literally passing out, was the people that I was with, which were, you know, all 20 subs, we were all on tour, saying, you're fine. <laughs> and so I could have just died that night. Oh Who knows? Gosh. And I woke oh, up. Oh, that's so I mean, scary. I woke up and my face was just red with blood. It was just blood everywhere. And that, I mean, that's a head wound for you. They bleed like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. it was Ooh. a good. That's it giving w- me icky vibes. I definitely, every time I drank water for the next week, I would say it smelled like vodka. Ooh. Definitely. Oof. Yeah, that was a good one. So this is Let Me Ask You a Question, the podcast. Uh, and we are here with a compliment and more. So we have uh, the compliment of Greg Aman and EJ5000. They're both right here. Woo! Hello, hello. Live from Arlington, Virginia. Yeah! Not Hell PA. Not Hell PA anymore. I got out of hell. Does that mean the demons are gone? The demons, are st- the demons have followed me. My demons yeah. always follow me. <laughs> yeah, the demons come. They come. And then a way of doing that. And then we've got, we've got Meredith back. And more! Yay! That's the and more part. And more. <laughs> Meredith and more. Unless you have another thing, like it's Meredith and more. Oh, all my demons are here too. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Let's bring all our demons out. Let's bring them out to play. I wonder what demons are like when they're babies. They're like, yeah, are they so cute? Do they have to learn evil, or is it just <laughs> part of them? It's innate. Well, I have prepared a question. Oh. And the question is something like this. This is a jumping off point. Can you harass a telemarketer? Yes, absolutely. You can? Yeah. Wait, do you mean like me personally, or is it possible? Because yes to both. I mean. I was, I'm wondering about the legality of it. You know, can you, if they call you... Can you say anything you want to them? Like bring up like their children or... Maybe. I don't know. I mean, you'd be guessing, of course, because you don't know. But yeah, could you say stuff like that? Could you be like, um, so Billy, um, <laughs> do you have children? <laughs> Where do they go to school? Oh, you do. Oh, well, I'd like to see them die a fiery death. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is that legal? You think? I mean, she, Meredith didn't say she was going to do it. She said she said she'd like to see it. Oh, that's true. Is that legal to just say to no, anybody? I want those bitches down and burn them. 
until they die. That's what I, that's where I thought you guys were going with that. Where you'd be like, I know where you live, Billy, and I've seen where you sleep. Well, you, you guys were talking true crime, so I think you can threaten your spouse with death, and it's fine. But you can't threaten a stranger with death, otherwise it's a conspiracy or something like that. So you're not allowed to threaten others with but death. But isn't it kind of like if you find somebody in your house, like if they're calling me, aren't they subjected to whatever I might say? <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, they've opted in to talking to you. So that's, that's the law versus the, the law of the land, if you will. Like, just because someone's calling you illegally doesn't mean you can do an illegal thing back in the eyes of the law law, but in the eyes of the you should not be a dick law, if someone's calling you from a telemarketing line, which is supposed to be illegal in most states, then have your way with them. And this... Wait, really? It is illegal? Can we establish this first? Like, is telemarketing... I mean, I'm assuming it's not... I have no idea. I definitely get telemarketer calls on my cell phone, but I know not to answer them because we live in an age where, you you know, it says spam call. Yeah, I've heard state by state, it depends. Like, I, 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 th- I believe in Pennsylvania, where I used to reside, you weren't allowed to get a telemarketer call to your cell phone unless you signed up for it. That would be considered illegal. Oh, wow. Okay. But I'm not sure. And then I get those calls that are like, there's almost the same everything as my cell phone number, except the last four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get those too. Mm-hmm. And they started doing that in an effort because like, you know, you knew if it was a 1-800 whatever calling you, it was a telemarketer. But now it's a little bit harder. But now I've also found that I've, I'll have i miss calls or people will miss my calls because it says scam likely because I have a 347 and 347 is a big one that people are using now. Really? Hmm. Huh. Yeah. I called actually when I moved from Jersey to Staten Island, I called the mover, like the moving company gave me a number of the guy who was coming. So I called him and I, he picks up the phone and I hear, hi, how are you? And I was like, oh, hey, I'm just trying to reach like, I forget, like Joe Schmo uh, about the moving company. He was like, oh, hey, man, what's up? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And I was like. What? And he goes, yeah, sometimes he's like, your phone said scam likely. So sometimes I answer those as uh, pretend I'm my girlfriend. Well, you've had an experience now of somebody harassing a telemarketer. I mean, he just was like going to throw it off and be like, oh, he's not home right now. Oh, that's such a cute workaround, though. I personally, if I can just go ahead and answer your question. Go ahead. Is that I can't be rude to them because a living's a living, you know. It's a living. <laughs> it's a living. But- <laughs> I just, I don't know. I can't hate on them. Like the best I can do and the rudest thing I would do is just hang up. Oh, sure. I wouldn't like, I think once you go beyond that, it's just a certain like sadistic. Can you ask what they're wearing? (laughs) That's not what I'm, I wouldn't do that is what I'm telling you. But it's probably legal. I don't know. I'm sure. But, but I think this gets to another part of your question is like, can you sexually harass them? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, that is part by extension. If you take this line of reasoning and extend it, can can you indeed sexually harass telemarketers and or accidentally fall in love? <laughs> <laughs> Unintended, <laughs> any preferred great, circumstance. Any great romance begins with sexual harassment. I would often do it. What Greg's guy would do like i would i would get a call almost daily but it would be from a different state area code every day for the same thing where it talks about insurance where it's like you reached out to us about insurance but i wouldn't know because it was a different number every time but i knew if if someone's not calling me that i know then i assume it's a telemarketer because because so i would i would be like hello how are you today and i pick i'd I'd, (laughs) like do like a crazy accent but it would always be an auto call anyway (laughs) but i mean i don't know if you guys remember this I have some experience with this exact question. I was a telemarketer for a while. You were? Yeah, I actually was one of the best slash worst types of telemarketers where I sold timeshares over the phone. Mm. 
Nice. I had to get my timeshare license and everything. Oh my gosh. And I was pretty good at it. And so I don't know if legally people can harass you over the phone, but they're gonna. (laughs) Do you have any (laughs) stories of, of harassment? I've been trying to like really remember specifics. I only remember a few. I have a bunch of them written down somewhere. Um, But I remember one time, like I would work on the weekends and we would start at eight o'clock in the morning and it was an (laughs) auto dialer situation, you know, like a bleak, boring room that smelled like mildew. And we had to dress up, even though it was an over-the-phone job, which was hilarious. Tie? Uh, no, but like collared shirt for sure. Wait, really? Never jeans. Yeah, you had, you had to, to dress wear. Up? Do you have to have? Can you have cut off? Can you have short sleeve collared shirt? That's my favorite. Oh. I did. I did that. Yeah. I had like short sleeve. Yeah, with with some stripes sometimes. So I felt like I was being independent, sure. even though I was not <laughs> in my minimum wage job where I had to hit numbers. But I remember like one time, uh, one of my harassing calls, I called this person and they were like super pissed uh, woman. And I was like, oh, hello, blah, blah, blah. Here's the spiel, blah, 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 blah. You know, you read the script two lines. Uh, hello, blah, blah, blah. Is uh, Sarah there? Wait, he goes, it's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, hello, Saturday. Is Margaret there? And she goes, ah. And then hung up the phone on me. <laughs> you blew her mind. And I was like, that was kind of that was kind of cool what I did there. <laughs> Even yeah, though, of course, uh, I was being a dick. I was doing my job. I needed the job too, as Meredith said. Like I wasn't like I didn't sign up to be the worst scumbag human job on the planet, yeah. but I needed a job, and so I did that. And did uh, you ever end up having a long meandering conversation about life? Uh. No, because you're like, again, even though I wasn't getting paid very much, there was like, you had to get eight eight sales by the end of the week. And if you didn't, then you were in trouble. I see. And so you were really trying to just go as fast as you can while still appeasing the people. Yeah. And I also felt really guilty about it because I was bad at it. So I, I didn't. I didn't feel comfortable staying there and, and playing that angle up too much because mm-hmm. that, that part kind of hurt. Did you meet your quotas? I did. I was able to get, it was like between eight and 11 meetings a week. So like it was for timeshares. And so I would get them to agree to come to do the tour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like you come and we'll, yep. you get, so a, you didn't have to get them to put anything down. You just had to get them to come into a meeting. Correct. Yeah. And then there'd be two other people. There's 11 of us who had to do that first step. And then there was two people that had to call them up to make sure that they paid to get the hotel room for the timeshare, yada, yada, yada. Whoa. So I didn't have the hardest job. I would think that would be the hardest job because I you know, after someone sells you on it, you have some time to be like, that was stupid. I'm not going to pay. So I had I had one of the quote unquote easier jobs, but uh, it was just like auto dialer would play terrible music. And then you had to like look at the person's name and then go at it. And you had to read the script. And if they spoke Spanish, we were supposed to hang up because. <laughs> yeah. And that was, it wasn't an official policy, but it was officially a page in the packet that says uh, only in English. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> And so how everybody wants to know the name of that place. Oh, I've got so many questions. This is just a fascinating <laughs> slice of life here. Yeah, how many yeah. people did you work with? Again, there's like probably 11 on my team. I don't remember what that was called. Okay. Uh, and then there was two people who did the follow-up payments. And then we had like two supervisors. And then there was a few other people who did something else that were like past the point of them paying. I think maybe the uh, like scheduling when they were supposed to be there. So like that would be the third step sure. or maybe the second step. And when did, how did they compile the list of people you would call? Ah, uh, you know, I don't know. It was in the, it was in one of those, like the, the computer looked like one of those old DOS, you know, like looked like an old Mac. It was with the green screen 
green letters. Yeah. And I can't I can't remember how they got the numbers. I'll tell I think you what I know is because remember there'd always be that street fair or street fairs around town that are always the same with the same vendors. Yeah, sure. But there was the one it was like win five hundred dollars to Whole Foods or something, and we both signed up. And yep. it turned out you were just giving your information to timeshare people. Totally. So right. You get a excuse me. You get a message on your phone like you've you know, you've won this great prize. Right. right yep. And I called them back because I didn't know any better. And yep. then I had to sit through this entire like this would be the stage that you are, EJ. It's like describing this entire yep. thing. Yeah, I remember. And I'm this. like, yeah, yeah, you know, that sounds great. That's awesome. Let's do it. Like they're like, you're entitled to Broadway level shows, <laughs> blah, 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 in Atlantic City. And I'm like, hmm really and then i'm like well i need to talk to my boyfriend he's not here right now and you can tell you can hear the like the letdown in their voice yeah right you yeah know, I re- you can't do the like you can't commit yep and then but after- then they skip to step three in the script because they're like oh this is whenever the uh, person says the other person is available well uh, let me uh, do, do you really wear that you let him wear the pants in the relationship well really they would just always be like <laughs> Oh man, they was never turned on me huh. like to make me feel guilty about like being a woman huh. or whatever. But it was always like, well, when do you think he'll be back? When uh, when will he be home? When you can talk? When can you talk to mm-hmm, him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, that's when I would be like, oh wow, okay, yeah. And then I would just <laughs> he he's deployed overseas right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get them off the phone, and then you would just hear one frantic phone message after another. After I like realized I was just being hoodwinked, yeah, and then. You just hear it's like, we haven't heard from you. This time is running out. You need to you need to capture upon this while you know the sun is nigh. Like all this stuff is like, ugh. yeah. I did the same shit because we signed up together. So I had a dude call me too while we were I was up in Glens Falls doing that show. Yeah, that's exactly. Mm. And the dude called me up and he got so upset with me because I listened to his whole spiel and I was like. This doesn't sound real. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that was your way to stick it to that telemarketer. Yeah. That guy, he was none too pleased, it turns out. But, you yeah. know, but they put, they made it seem like a real thing. I mean, that's how people get scammed all the time. Yeah. The sucker's right. born every minute. Yeah. And I'm one of them. Well, you go back through and you read the reviews and they're like, you get stuck in this thing. You get stuck in this meeting. The room itself isn't that great. The hotel, it's not that great. You yeah. go and then they won't let you leave. They have very aggressive sales tactics and then they keep you there for hours. And the only way out of it is to just like commit. And then you're stuck in this thing that's going to drain you dry. And then like, yep. uh, yeah, it's a lose lose for you. And it's a win win for them because exactly like you're saying, like they charge you to stay in a hotel first. And so right. they're already winning because it's an overpriced hotel. It's not that nice. Right. And then the timeshare whole thing. I mean, I, I've heard there's like a few people out there that I've known who've had them and it works out for them. Yeah, I've heard of some great ones in like Park City, Utah. And, you know, if you're into skiing and stuff. Totally. And this and that. And you use your points. But yeah, like yeah, totally. you, most people like they they bet won't use it and then they make out mm-hmm. even more. It's the people that do take advantage. But, you know. If I could, a word of caution to our listeners, because I know. I know. This is all like, don't fall for yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of 30-somethings I know are shooting for timeshares. I, I wouldn't. I would save that money and just do a, a uh, what's, what is that one? Bed, bed, bath, and bed and breakfast? Bed beyond? Just go go buy a bunch of <laughs> shit at Bed, Bath, and Beyond. No, uh, but, but Airbnb. <laughs> I'd just go do an Airbnb if you want that experience oh, and yeah. it's like way cheaper and you don't owe anybody anything and you you technically own part of the timeshare so you have to pay taxes for the owner for like it's crazy well i'll tell you this my my wife's family 
uh, her parents have a timeshare. And one thing we said, we're like, don't leave it to us in the will. Because yeah. <laughs> like they, it gets passed down and then you just end up having the burden. And we we're like, we want to be left off of that. Or Amanda or my wife has said. We want, to, we want to be left completely off of, of that section, please. <laughs> because you do, you pay a bunch of taxes, you pay like a bunch of upkeep, you pay all this stuff. And then, you know, like you said, if you're not using it, that's when they make out. So right. you just got to either got to use it then at that point or just hire one of them weird radio lawyers that can get you out. <laughs> O'Connor, Rashani, and Levy, get in here. <laughs> we can, You got a high price timeshare? We can get you Lino out. Lino and Barnes. Help me out. <laughs> heard, didn't Barnes leave or something? Oh no. I don't understand. How do you how can you do that many cases? Like how many lawyers are really working there? I don't really understand those things. Oh, I bet it's like a mill. Oh, I bet it's awful. <laughs> it's just another telemarketer situation, it seems like, but with lawyers. Well no, it's, it's a timeshare for lawyers. Yeah. yeah it's a timeshare well, it for lawyers. Like, I mean, my assumption would be there's so many lawyers out there. This has been the case for a while. Like there's more lawyers than there are jobs. Right. So you could probably go to one of these like lawyer warehouses essentially yeah. and get hired for peanuts and just doing grunt work like or ambulance chase or shit. It's just Or even right. like you're you're because to go back to that, I think that was three or four episodes ago, Anthony had a story about how he stole a fire hydrant when he was in college. <laughs> which is a great story. So if anybody hasn't listened or doesn't listen to our show regularly, go back and listen to all of them. Um but like you could have paid somebody a hundred dollars to stand next to you and say not guilty you know like that's how that or 150 dollars or it depends because like i know personally from lawyers the retainer is a lot higher for certain types of things and not so yeah yeah it is like a mill in certain sense but also like the law is terrifying it's supposed to be set up for everybody to be able to go through it but it's not it's it's really complicated and and manipulative and 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 geared towards people that have money and, and the educated like you can really lose hard if you don't know what you're doing so yep. yeah sure even those mills sometimes it's worth it if you can afford it like even put on your credit card uh, or even like traffic tickets uh someone i know really closely i don't know if she'll want to go on blast but uh let's say she she got a really big park uh speeding ticket in in the state where i live uh now and it was enough miles over that it would be considered a felony <gasps> Nice. Wow, I didn't know you could go there. Certain states do that. A 20, 20 miles per over, ooh, 20 miles over in this ooh, state okay. is considered a felony. And so... 20 miles? That's yeah. nothing. So a, a oh. lawyer was called, you know, and the lawyer is like, this is what you do. And the lawyer, thankfully, didn't charge. Oh, that's so great. And the case went through and it was fine because, like, the cop showed up and everybody was cool and professional. Yeah. But the lawyer certainly was worth talking to in that situation. And it was one of those lawyer male lawyers that was like, did you do this shit? Give us a call, you know? So that worked out and they didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. Well, in that case, maybe that's good. That's yeah, that's a really good situation. Well, that's the thing about those warehouses. They have like some like probably one lawyer for every little instance. Yeah. So if you're calling them about timeshare stuff, they have a guy who does that. Speeding ticket felonies, you have a guy who does that. You think there's a jaywalker guy? Oh, sure. For sure. Probably, yeah. Small crimes or pedestrian crimes. or I want to be a jaywalker lawyer. <laughs> to take it back, is there a lawyer that specializes in sexual harassment suits filed by telemarketers? <laughs> <laughs> Good place to leave it. We'll take a break there.
Welcome back, everybody. We hope you had a wonderful break. I hope it was just as wonderful as our break was. We had a lovely break. We did have a lovely break. It's nice. We, we got to about chatting. Regionalisms? Yep, regionalisms. Much more interesting than this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> if you had heard the break, you would love this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say, y'all would love the podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Boom. Tying it into the break. I guess enough of that. Back to telemarketers. I'm only going to talk about this for like two seconds, though. I think, sure, you could probably harass them to a certain extent, I bet. But I do wonder, like, if you get sexual harassy e if like, you end up you getting in trouble. But, I mean, it, can you say in court, like, you called me. You know, is that does that hold up in court? <laughs> but they're not calling you for a sexual act, you know? But say I was in the mood for a sexual act. And they call. You don't get to. De- I don't think you get to determine that. <laughs> yeah, that probably makes sense. But I do wonder how much water it holds to say, "You called me." Is it just not? Doesn't matter at all. I don't think so because they're not calling you with the intent of seeking pleasure but or I guess, initiating sex. Like, but you no- could also say that I didn't want them to call at all. Right, but I think by answering you. Uh, you open up a certain level of consent to the conversation. But But I don't think they're consenting. When you flip it on its head, they're not consenting to be asked what they're wearing. But the logic of that is also tricky, too, because if I just call somebody like Black Christmas, the 1970s horror flick, and what happens is you get a caller and they keep picking up the phone, which is also interesting to begin with, but they keep picking up the phone and the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I'll fuck you. And it's like a sick caller is the thing, because then this person's killing people and this and that. But you, I guess you could argue with that line of reasoning that they invited it. They picked up the phone. Oh, no, that's dubious. But I, agree with, I agree with you. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> I think can, not. Anthony, you can report somebody for like phone harassment. The, the macro of this is the same conversation we have on the show all the time, which I think is always <laughs> worth talking about. Isn't it's. It's know your audience. Sure. If you throw some shit at somebody on their side of that phone and they pick it up, then you good. You know, if you're like, what are you wearing? And they're like, I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> then you good. <laughs> but if they are, if they are offended then the, and they do press charges, I don't think it matters that they were doing something illegal because they could still press charges. But of course, realistically, someone who's calling you illegally probably isn't going to press charges. They're probably going to hang up. But they, I think, I think probably on legal grounds you could, because I don't think there's like a, a two wrongs make a right law. I think it's just like, <laughs> Thank God. Oddly you know? enough, I found that kind of response on Quora.com. <laughs> oh, in, uh, in response to this question, Do tell. Uh, well, one of the things I picked up on the first response is, which is, um, you 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 technically can't be abusive to them. Okay, because it's like uh, you know, depending on on what is the abuse, like you know, profanities, vulgarities, and other threats are still considered assault regardless. Okay. Interesting. But that same person also says that if it's an illegal telemarketing call, they're facing a $16,000 penalty per call or fine per call. Um, And then another person said, most likely though, you won't be quote unquote harassing them because if they're any good at their job, they're just not going to be offended. They're not going to get a rise. You're not going to get a rise out of them because they're totally used to it. Yeah. Wow. Sure. They're trying to make that sell. They're gonna like go with it and slide right into. They're the... just happy you're not hanging up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. As far yeah. as they know, Assault you're still day. like 
you know, a potential sell. If you're on the phone, yeah, you're your possibility. Because but the guy said two wrongs don't make a right, and doing illegal things is still illegal. Right. I I for the record never did get uh, sexually harassed on the phone. I did get cursed <laughs> out a lot. I can't remember specifics. Again, I have this stuff written down somewhere. So if and when I find it and it rejogs my memory, I'll be happy to share it on a future episode. But uh, what you were doing though is considered legal still. I guess what that's my question is like where how do you know when someone's calling you illegally? Well, you know what I I can just say that I assume it was legal too. Like I, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we were calling other states, and and this was probably 2010 or 11. So I don't okay. really know, but I was under the mindset that it was legal what I was doing. I have the yeah. way to know. I think I think the way to know if it's illegal is if you verbally assault them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck you! By this time, shade, you <laughs> fucking racist epitaph and or sexual epitaph. <laughs> no, 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 the other, the other person. <laughs> The, the, the callee, the callee verbally assaults them. And then, you know, because if you get in trouble for that, it was probably legal. And if you don't, it was illegal. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good test. That's the, lit, that's the litmus test, perhaps. I guess they were legally calling me because now I'm in jail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, if, yeah, whenever a telemarketer calls from now on and I really lays into him with a barrage of verbal assaults uh, and they get really upset about it and threaten legal action, I'll be like, oh, it seems like you got a real legit business there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, Judge, I think they're doing something illegal. That's why I drilled into them. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perhaps. And then, you know, if they kind of um, either hang up or deal with it or something, then, you know, maybe it's shady to begin with. And then you can just keep asking what they're wearing. Love it. Yeah. Love All it. Right. Dial in at 929-352-6173. Let us know your experience of telemarketers and your abuse of them or being abused by them. Very interesting to us. Dial in or send us an email. Let me ask you a question. Podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Insta or Twitter at Pod. And you should donate money to us at moot.tv. That would be a capital thing to do. And you should buy all of our swag and wear it all at the same time and take pictures of you doing that and post it on Insta so much that it becomes a thing that people just do that. That would be great. Um, other ways to make us rich. Of course, hit us up on the Twitters and everywhere else. And Also, please leave a please leave us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Leave us a five-star review and nothing less uh, on iTunes. We really appreciate that because then it'll kind of redirect more people to come listen to our show, which would please us no end. I think it's safe to say, too, stay safe, take care of each other. You know, uh, we're, we're all struggling with the being distant, but thankfully, uh, we all have an excuse to talk to each other every week. And, you know, reach out to your friends. Yeah. It's really healthy, even for your introverts. And, uh, you know, we're all in this together. Yeah. Tip your delivery people. Tip them so well. Yeah, we've been tipping so hard, the delivery people. Until this moment, this was a COVID-free episode. Yeah, thanks. A lot. I'm just saying, we, that, was, that was a full 30, <laughs> 36 minutes without talking about that it. That was good. I know. There's not much media out there anymore that's not COVID-free. So. I know. This is COVID-free. So, you know. Well, I'm glad to fuck that up. But we do still wish all those good good wishes to, towards you in this craziness. Yeah, we wish the good wishes anyways. But, you know, if you want a COVID-free li- episode, then stop listening six minutes before we start saying that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be good. Hey, Meredith, do you have any plugs? All right. You can check out some an- fun animal facts at Animal Fan Club Pod. I don't even know our address. <laughs> I never do this it. part. Yeah. Just check out Animal Fan Club and all. Wherever on Spotify. You- 
on Spotify, Apple, wherever iTunes, you listen to great. podcasts. <laughs> yeah, listen, she has a, a glorious <laughs> podcast all about animals. It is just the antidote to a killer virus. <laughs> but again, that's the Animal Fan Club Pod. Podbean. Com to check out their website. Oh, that's us. And if you're having trouble finding that or remembering that, you can go to Moot.tv, click on the episode link for this episode. And you'll see all those information there. Oh, yeah. All right. Have a good night. Mood.tv. Damn, damn. Oh, fuck you. I'm going to hunt those bitches down and burn them <laughs> until they die. <laughs>